Welcome to the Sales Development Podcast, your go-to resource for all things pipeline and revenue production in the tech sales world. Technology marketing, sales development, sales, and revenue operations have combined to create the go-to market engine fueling the success of SaaS startups and established companies alike. Each week, the Sales Development Podcast dives deeply into the strategies, tactics, people, processes, and technology that fuels the revenue machine. The Sales Development Podcast is brought to you by Tenbound. Get more free resources, insights, and intelligence today at tenbound.com. And be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am super excited for this next conversation. I've got Carolyn Betts, the famous, the legendary Carolyn Betts of Betts Recruiting. Carolyn, how are you doing today? Doing well. You know, it's a sunny, beautiful day here in Austin, Texas. So, and I just, I'm so happy to be here and to see you and reconnect. And, you know, it's definitely been too long. So this is fun. It's definitely been too long. And, you know, if folks don't know Carolyn, I really, honestly, you're one of those pillars of our (laughs) community in the tech community and the sales community. And we were clients. We worked together. You got me jobs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you've done so much for probably a lot of the people listening here. So tell us, how did you get into starting Bets Recruiting and you know building this juggernaut that you have? Yeah. Well, it's funny, right? Because we talked about on the Amo group earlier, I fell into recruiting early in my career and spent four years there. And then you know, I went into enterprise sales at careerbuilder.com. And that's where I met Jake, who you worked with back at Glassdoor, which was the first time that we had the opportunity to work together. And, you know, that was 08, 09 at Career Builder. And one of those pat- things where you had to like grow your patch. And it was just, you know, I realized that while absolutely Career Builder was an amazing place to work and I still have so many great connections of folks that I worked with there, I really wanted to do my own thing. And I loved recruiting on the AMO. And, and after working at Career Builder and seeing the market and what was out there, I just, I thought that there was like, a better way that I could do things at Betts. And so, yeah, you know, I went to Dreamforce and that was at the, you know, toward the end of 09. And I hit up like every single booth in that show, walked out with hundreds you know, of business cards of people were like, what do you do? I'm, I'm you know, in sales at Career Builder now, but I'm starting my own recruitment firm focused on go-to-market hiring. And yeah, it was right place, right time. And here we are today, 13 plus years later. Okay. So that was good timing, right? <laughs> you, you came, So you came yeah. from the industry, you had been in sales, and then you identified this need for recruiting for go-to-market teams. And so you start, like, how did you start? And, you know, I know that we were talking about Jake Dunlap, who is like also a legend. I got to get him on there. Yeah, you do. (laughs) He was my boss. Yeah, he was my boss at Glassdoor. He had known you. And so that was a good client for you, right? At the beginning. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, that was, uh, we also worked with Meraki early days when, you know, before they got bought by Cisco, you also had, you know, mentioned open DNS and, you know, just so many, a couple of my first clients were Marketo, Eloqua, Zoom Info back in, you know, early 2010 when I got going full time. And 
yeah, it was just such a fun journey. I like literally when I first brought on clients, I managed all the relationships, sourced all the candidates. I was one of the first, my ex actually worked at LinkedIn. And so I was one of the first holders of a LinkedIn recruiter license back in the day when you like message people about jobs on LinkedIn, they were like, honored and surprised and got back to you and guys so I got tons of meetings and and really and then built a huge referral network and then you know, pretty quickly I just couldn't handle it all myself and you know started hiring people and you know invested the profits back in growing the business and today to this day we are still a self-funded bootstrapped company including you know the technology that's connect and also the crypto that you know we connected about as well that's oh my gosh our recruit coin yeah those are so exciting. But initially it started out, tell me, what's the traditional recruiting model? It's like, say you're looking for a job, you go to a recruiter and they help you to find a job. And then yeah. the employer actually pays the, hopefully, I know you guys sent me out on like five different job interviews and I had to call Natalie back and go, I blew it again. <laughs> Sorry, Natalie. But hopefully they get the job and then they have to stay there for a few months and then you get paid by the employer, right? Yeah, back in those days, it was pretty much all contingency, which means that, you know, if the person gets hired and stays for you know a certain period of time, then you get paid. Today we've evolved our revenue model a little bit where we charge upfront and then you know when they start and then also subscription, et cetera, for the platform. But yeah, and so Gosh, and I mean, a back at Glassdoor, for example, I mean, we probably helped hire like, you know, it was dozens of people in those early days and, and it was super fun. But yeah, that was how it works. It's kind of a success-based, you know, payment model. It was almost like a commission as long as, so you had to find a great candidate. They start doing a really good job and then the employer's happy, you're happy, everybody's happy. And then the next time they need somebody, they call you first. Exactly. And like in go to market, right. And sales specifically, there's a huge ROI case for, you know, recruitment, right. So, you know, we help find somebody, they come in, they generate revenue. So it's pretty easy, right. To tell. And obviously if they come in and they're doing all the right things, there's, you know, leading indicators that that person's going to be successful. And, you know, of course we've had people that didn't work out and that happens, but, you know, for the most part, the work that we've done, and, and that's another thing, you know, our mission, at bets is changing the future of recruiting, right? And we very much have done that over the last you know decade plus that we've been in business. But what's at the helm of the whole thing is one of our you know first and leading value people first, which means that you know I mean there's a reason why you know like you <laughs> we met in 2012 and that you and I are still friends today, right? We did really good work with amazing people and you know, have been very highly ethical and, you know, that network continues to grow, right? You know, you went from Glassdoor to OpenDNS and, you know, we've partnered with TenBound and, you know, you can imagine from, you know, over all of the years that we've been in business, the, you know, network effect of doing that great work for people and, you know, people that start, I know you really focus a lot on, you know, the SDR world and, you know, the sales ecosystem, but you can imagine like, People that start as an SDR, you know, 13 years ago, a lot of those people are VPs of sales today. And they'll remember, you know, that's taking a chance on them, you know, getting them all those interviews, making sure they're prepped, giving them those at-bats to finally land that, you know, 
their earlier jobs, and then they come back to us over the years. So it's been incredibly rewarding and very fun to, you know, be, you know, a figurehead in this ecosystem. Oh my gosh, it does sound fun. I know that there's been always challenges and ups and downs, but it does seem like you're a like the central node of so many people that we know and are building these go-to-market teams. And you know, they're probably the first phone call, you know, that they make when they're, I hope when they're so. working for people. <laughs> I hope so. And now, okay, so you parlayed this into the technologies, more you're developing more technologies. So what is Bets Connect? And is that like the next, you know, evolution of the recruiting model? Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned, the network that we've built over time, right? So hundreds of thousands of people that we've worked with over the years. And I know you've been married since like we met, but you, you think about it like a dating app or a dating website where companies can log in and they can access all of the talent that bets as in our ecosystem and all of the data. Obviously, the people have to opt in and raise their hand and say that they're you know, open to opportunities and there's various different statuses that people can have. But instead of just blindly reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn, you already have all the data. So you have their location, if that's important. You know, 80% of companies are remote now or open to remote people. So less important, but time zone, et cetera. Uh, their compensation, you know, what they're targeting, base salary, on-target earnings what their quota was at their various different places that they've worked, their attainment, deal size, deal cycle. So I'm selling relatively transactional deals into SMB is very different than what you you did at OpenDNS, selling larger deals to infrastructure security, that type of sales. So we identify that buyer and then the type of industry that you're selling into, whether it's technology or manufacturing or, you know, whatever the vertical might be, e-commerce, et cetera. And we integrate with Greenhouse and Lever, which are the you know, two most commonly used uh, applicant tracking systems in growth stage technology. So then, you know, when they get in touch with candidates, they can track all of that through their own system, you know, through Bets Connect. So, I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, it's so fun because it actually works like way better and more efficiently than our incumbent service. And a lot of people still come and want the white glove service, especially for, you know, more executive or leadership level searches. But those same people can just log in and get in touch with all the talent directly, schedule their interviews via Connect and, you know, kind of move the ball forward and time to hire is faster. And, you know, people waste a whole lot less time because they can qualify the person's, you you basically can skip the first round interview since you have all that data at your fingertips. Got it. Okay. So it's like a two-sided marketplace kind of where as the candidate, I can go on and I self-report like my stats and stuff like that and my experience and like give you that data about myself, like what I'm looking for and what my experience is and stuff like that. So that's in there. And then on the other side is the employer. So the employers can go in and like browse and, you know, sort out the type of candidates that they're looking for? Yes, based on the information provided. Exactly. So now the talent at this point doesn't, you know, they have information on the companies that reach out to them. But yeah, so that's, you know, the marketplace dynamic is you have the talent, you have the companies, and it's a place where they can connect, hence the name, and, you know, you hire people and get hired. Got it. Okay. And then, so you can kind of 
you're not sitting back, but you can kind of like just improve that experience for both sides of the equation versus, you know, 10 years ago, you had to like sit there with, you know, me and like listen to me tell all my stories and stuff and then go call these companies and like do it very manually. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because a lot of our, you know, some people love our like really hands-on service, but a lot of companies found it, especially if you're hiring, you know, dozens of people like, you know, Glassdoor did and, you know, most of our clients, they, you know, it's a lot to have to like tell your vet recruiter all the info after every interview, talk to the candidate and see what they thought and, you know, see, you know, move it all forward. You know, it takes a lot of time, right? So this is a whole hell of a lot more efficient and a better experience because, you know, while they love talking to us and people can, you know, you can still pick up the phone and call the CSM or, you know, somebody the talent generally does for right now, talk to somebody at Vets. And, you know, that's something that we are working with through our AI and everything we're doing on the platform to eventually get away from. But because we want it to be such a curated, you know, ecosystem, we made that strategic decision early on and we're like four plus years into this now. So it's not still early on, but, you know, for the first couple of years, we used it internally to make sure it was really, you know, perfect. Well, perfect. <laughs> no technology is ever perfect, but make sure it was ready to go. And, you know, something that we felt, like I said, you know, we do the right thing and, you know, that we felt really comfortable and excited about putting into the market. Yeah. You want to stress test it and you have the perfect like laboratory, right? Because it's like you're using it every day. So you can make sure you iron out all the bugs and everything, or not all of them. Yeah. But most of it. <laughs> I wish it was perfect. Right? That would be amazing. But, you know, it's a, you know, evolution. And, but yeah, we wanted to make sure that it worked, obviously, and that it was a great experience for clients to, to have access to all this. And it really has been. I mean, you know, hundreds of companies have used it or over a hundred companies and it's continuing to grow. And, so it's really been cool to see and like to see the case studies and to see, you know, the talent talk about it and to meet people that are like, oh, I love what you built. And you know, for years and years and years, David, like people like companies would you know use us and they'd be like, you should create this and we should be able to access to everything. And I'm like, oh. I'm not a tech person. Like I had self-limiting beliefs, like a lot of people do. And then after hearing it and really building up my confidence and seeing all these other tech leaders, I mean, I lived in Silicon Valley, like, and I made it happen. And I'm really proud of that. That's amazing. I love it. And it's funny though, because I remember when you're in between jobs, like suddenly it's really quiet, right? (laughs) You go from being (laughs) super busy to like, there's nothing. And I remember Natalie used to call, you know, once a day or something like that, or email me and I'd be like, oh, I'm so excited. Somebody wants to talk. So now that's going to be an AI thing. That's okay. But I just remember that hands-on, there's something to be said about that, right? Yeah, well, we yeah. still have a lot of people that work here. And <laughs> so you can still, you can call me. If you're okay. ever calling, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll talk to you. Hello. <laughs> I love it. And okay, so this is amazing. I love that you, you know, push through, you know, because you went from, it's a services business is you can start it. You don't necessarily have to have any money. You can start it. You can start generating revenue and you can have it. But then all of a sudden, 10 years have passed and you're just still doing this job over and over again. So you're kind of morphing it into now you have this product that can scale. And especially 
when we get out of this tech, you know, hiccup that we're in, I mean, this thing is going to blow up. So <laughs> it now, really is. And yeah. I think companies are going to be looking at how they build their talent organizations very differently, you know, because they, you know, the whole thing, you, you raise a bunch of money, you need to hire all these people. And then, you know, so you hire this internal recruiting team and you hire, 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 and then you kind of get the team in place and, you know, you maybe, you know, go through ups and downs and, you know, it's never this like linear hiring situation, you know, the the companies, obviously it backfills, et cetera, but. And then in a market like this, you know, companies have to lay off their entire or, you know, the majority of their internal recruiting team. And then when it comes back, then they're going to have to like, and they're not, and you're going to see like talent organizations are going to look different moving forward. And, you know, Bets Connect is going to be, you know, a really great option for them to be able to way more efficiently scale up their orgs without having to pay expensive recruiting fees, without having to hire this whole team that you're just going to have to, you know, let go, you know, inevitably at some point. So yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to be well positioned to really take advantage of it when the time is right. Oh my gosh. And that's the whole thing. It's applying efficiencies, you know, to inefficient processes and outdated processes. And I'm super excited. I'm going to join. I'm just to see what happens. You should. You should. Yeah. Why not? You can hire me. I'll do whatever it takes. So, okay. And now the next, I don't know where this fits in, but you're releasing a coin. Okay. So there's this thing that came out called the recruit coin. And it's kind of like six months ago, everything was like NFTs and coins and Web3. Now it's like AI and stuff like that. But there's so much potential with these Web3, you know, capabilities and blockchain and stuff like that. So what is Recruit Coin and how do you plan to use that? Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because we had launched our private sale. We were going to launch at the beginning of December. And we've been planning it for nine months, right? Like getting it into our platform, you know, doing all the things to like make sure we did it right. And literally like two weeks before this, or like a very short period of time before the FTX thing happens where, and so resale or with, I was really supposed to leverage a lot of my network, the bets, you know, ecosystem, our community. And I was like, so embarrassed to talk to people about this. I'm like, oh my God. And you know, after everything with COVID, I'm like, can't we just catch a break somewhere? But because it is a utility token, right? It is backed by a very legitimate business and it has a real utility. We can now track everything that happens on Bets Connect on the blockchain, which gives us this additional level of credibility. The other thing, as you mentioned with the marketplace dynamic, right? We are scaling up the number of companies that are using Bets Connect. And with that, we need to scale the talent ecosystem. You know, the marketplace dynamics, you know, they're never going to be equal, but we needed to fix the way. And we had never found a scalable way to incentivize and to thank the people within our community that sent us great people, right? Like would find somebody a job, they would send us people. Sometimes, you know, you send them a bottle of wine or gift card or whatever, but there was really no scalable way to manage that, especially at scale, right? And so with the recruit coin, now when people set and make introductions to talent, they are incentivized through this token, which has a monetary value. 
So as of tomorrow, our coin will be live on BitMarket and people can buy and sell it on the exchange. But also anyone, you know, once you join, when you join, once this is ready, you know, once the coins are being given to people, you get recruit coin. When you take interviews, you get recruit coin as you move, you know. And so it's really a cool way to not only track and increase credibility, but incentivize people in a very classy and unique way for engaging with us. Being an SDR, sales rep, and manager is tough, and it's getting tougher. Creating an outbound sales pipeline is hard, and getting harder every day as well. You're not given any training, coaching, or support. You're pretty much on your own to figure it out. Should you cold call, send emails, or post on social media? Your prospects are buried in messages, and now it seems harder to stand out and get a response. You try to educate yourself on how to do it, but the online landscape is a confusing swirl of contradictory messages, empty motivational speeches, and outdated sales advice. Time is running out, and you're spinning your wheels. Now what? You now have a resource to really help. You now have 10Bound Plus. 10Bound Plus is your guide to building your outbound sales skills in your own time and in your own way. You join a community of like-minded people who are striving to achieve success in your same position. You get access to online, self-paced learning courses, discounts to 10Bound events, and much more. Join today at 10boundplus.com. That's 10boundplus.com. Okay, so let me take a step back. Okay, so these coins are created by, you know, your company. It creates the coins. And say, I join Bets Connect, and, you know, I'm just making up an example, but like I joined Bets Connect, right? And I set up my profile and I get a coin. And now I've got this coin, okay? And then like I take an interview and I get a coin or I make a referral and I get a coin. Now I've got three coins. Like, what do I do with those? And like- You can hold on to them. And and as the, you know, and if we do this right, they'll increase in value, just like anything, you know, it'll go up, down, depending on the market. Right now it's been going up and we sold out the pre-sale and, you know, we've just very, very, very pleased with how this is going so far, or you can sell it, right? So you can go to, you know, the exchange and exchange it for other crypto or, you know, cash it out through that. So I don't believe you can cash it out directly. I think you have to exchange it for other crypto and then you can cash that out. Got it. Okay. And then so BitMarket, is that essentially like FTX? I mean, is is that what FTX was? It's one of the top exchanges out there. And, you know, we did a lot of diligence to find one. We will be live on other exchanges later. We're in the process of doing that. But BitMart is the first one that we're launching on tomorrow. Okay. So, so when wow. this is live, obviously it'll yeah. all, you know, in the morning. <laughs> right. So, so you were all excited because you're like, I have this really unique, cool thing that we can use. And then all of a sudden this guy like blows it for everybody. And now you're like, oh my gosh, what the horrible timing. Yeah. But then it all worked out really well. And, and now, oh, now the crypto market is doing better again. And so, you know, it worked out, but it's interesting, right. You know, cause we, you know, like I said, when we're changing the future of recruiting and trying to be and being, you know, not trying, we're extremely innovative in our space, you know, relative to other, you know, recruitment agencies, et cetera. And even like recruitment technology companies, you know, because we 
our recruiters at heart. You know, we're, we know, you know, how this works. And we've obviously tried things that have failed, but this is really getting some legs. But yeah, I was very nervous telling my friends and people and I, because of the do the right thing, right? And the people first. And you, you know, you don't, when people had to now, the people that have bought on the exchange, well, people that send the referrals and join Vets Connect, et cetera, get recruit coin as a, you know, token of our appreciation and incentivization to engage the people that, you know, were part of the pre-sale and people that, you know, buy and sell on the exchange, you know, there is, you have to pay for that. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then do you have to set up like a wallet or something? Cause when this was like the flavor of the month, like six months ago, I started to go down the path and I set up something on Coinbase, I think it is. And it was like a wallet or something like that. Like, what do I have to do on my end to be able to, you know, collect the coins? I will send you that information (laughs) (laughs) via email. But yes, you definitely set up a wallet. And I don't know step by step, but I'm going to have people train me on this because that's (laughs) something I should be, I should know. Me too. I mean, I'm way behind the times, but it's like, um, like, do I need like a wallet or something? I mean, I'm sorry. You definitely need a wallet. I don't know if there's a specific place where we had people set it up, but yes, you need a wallet and then okay. you'll see the value in there. So it's pretty cool for the people that signed up. They can see, and the people that get recruit coin because they can see the value. So yeah, but I'll send it to you because you asked and you know, who knows, you might want to jump on board. Oh, totally. I mean, and you know, you're going to have to answer all these questions, right? I'm probably not the only ignorant person out right. there. So exactly. I, good. I know yeah. I had other people answering those questions, but I definitely, if I'm going to be doing podcasts, should be able to speak to it. So we're learning about this together. Feedback taken. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, I really want to get into this world. I think it's the future you know, with these, the blockchain and the smart contracts and the NFTs and the coins and stuff like that. But maybe, and you know, for the dinosaurs of us out there, I won't say how old I am, but you know, the older people, we need a little bit more handholding in these things. <laughs> you know, to- yeah, sure do. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm right up there with you. Like, I like print things out still, like on paper and take look like, at my notebook here where I write my notes. Yeah, there we go. See? You know, hey, we're old. It still works. And, you know, yeah. my team does not like hearing my back in the day stories as much as I love telling them. So. <laughs> so funny. No, I love it. Okay. So I'm going to go for it now. Okay. So a couple more questions for you. Someone's out there right now. Okay. There's a lot of layoffs happening. They were a sales rep. They were doing really well, but it's just, you know, the market is what it is, right? So now they're looking for a job and what should they do right now to stand out in the market? And, you know, betsrecruiting.com is right there on there where, you know, you can join Connect and you get on the platform and the companies reach out to you directly and schedule interviews, et cetera. So, you know, it really, you know, it's for people in go-to-market, right? Which obviously is your audience. So it's not going to be an issue necessarily, but so, you know, SDRs, account executives, customer success people, you know, at all levels, but really the... ICs, you know, as the people on the platform, it's the best use case for it, really. 
And then, you know, companies and then the user on the client side is generally, you know, a hiring person, somebody in leadership or somebody on the talent team. Okay. And that was the other question I had. So you're an employer, you're a sales manager or you're a VP of sales and you want that A player, you know, the top producer to come on your team and, you know, but you've been burned before, like you've hired good talkers, like salespeople are really good at talking their way into a job, but they don't necessarily, they're not very good at sales. You know, once they get the job, it's like, how did you get this? So if you're an employer and you want that top talent, what should you do right now? Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I think, you know, there's various different people that are better fit for other, for various types of organizations, right? And so, you know, but one thing that we have on the platform that I think is great, and as I mentioned earlier, is all of the data, right? We have their compensation vetted. We have their quota, their attainment, right? If they've overachieved at past jobs and, you know, how big their deals are, what the cadence is. So all of that is right there in front of you. So you can at least see what people have accomplished in, you know, at their previous employers or current employer before you engage with them. So it gives you a high level of confidence and especially, you know, how annoying is it for any of us that hire people where you get all you, like not even talking about doing a first interview where, you know, that it's not the, you know, their quota wasn't high enough or it just wasn't the right cadence of it, you know, the deal cycle, et cetera. It's either, you know, too short, too long, whatever. Even doing one interview, it's kind of, you know, you can't just like get off the phone immediately. So it's like at least 30 minutes. But the even more annoying part is to get all the way to the end. You know, they talk to multiple people in the company, a lot of time invested. Everyone's really excited about this person, you know, they love them. And then you get to the offer stage. And you find out they're just like way outside the compensation range. This is a massive waste of everybody's time, massive waste of their time. And so now you can qualify compensation without having to ask about it, you know, like on the first interview, like how much are you looking for right out the gate? Because a lot of times people feel like it's too soon or, you, you know, and so that's a huge advantage to the platform as well. Of having all the information right there. You know, it's funny, like right when I left the corporate world, this guy was starting this thing called Rainmakers and oh, yeah. he, he had me come in and he was a technology guy, really smart guy. I thought that that was a great idea, you know, and it's kind of the little bit of Bets Connect in a way. I was like working with him and doing all this stuff. And finally I was like, hey, can I get some like, you know, a piece of the company or something, you know, for this? And then that was it. I never saw him again. <laughs> so, and then I think they went on and ended up selling it to another company. So good for him. I heard this but thing. I always thought it was a really good idea to drive these efficiencies. Yeah, I think really highly of those guys. And you know, they, they didn't quite do it at the same scale that we are. But very, really amazing people and cool guy. And But see, think that now you engage with that, you'll get recruit coins. So there you go. <laughs> I know. This is much better, right? <laughs> After a while, it's just like, what am I doing? Okay, so I got you for a couple minutes. I got a few more questions now that I think. So how do you get the approximate data range? Do you have to actually look at their W-2s or are you just taking it off what they tell you? 
I mean, it's what they tell you. And in most states in the U.S., or maybe not most, but a lot of them, especially where we do business, were the primary, at least before COVID, you know, we had offices in SF, LA, Chicago, Manhattan, and here in Austin, Texas. I was in the Bay Area for, you know, most of my adult life and childhood, but you can't ask people what, how much they made. You can ask what they're targeting, but you cannot, and it depends state by state. So yeah, we ask what they're targeting, right? Which, you know, it is what it is. And that's kind of what they're going to accept if given an offer anyway. And so, you know, we, that's what we ask. Got it. Okay. It's funny because like sales gurus will go on LinkedIn and they'll be like, I made a million dollars last year. I'm always tempted to say like, put your W2 in the comments. I want to see it. Yeah. I Not mean, that I don't believe you, but you know, anybody can just, you know, they type something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember that back in the day when companies were making offers, they would check W-2s and, you know, so it didn't go over well with some people, but some people were really wanting to show it, et cetera. But yeah, this is self-reported data. Got it. Okay. And then what do you think about back-channel reference checking? I'm just curious. I have obviously opinions. What do you think? Yeah, I want to know what you think first. (laughs) I think that it's... I mean, I think that it it seems a little creepy and I understand why people do it, but it also feels kind of sneaky and creepy to do it without, you know, the individual having knowledge about what happens. And there's two things like you don't know who they're talking to and what the context is of the conversation and they don't tell you that they're doing it. So they're like sneakily doing it. So people will call me and they'll be like, hey, what do you think about, you know, Bob Jones? And I just always get kind of creeped out by those calls because it just feels weird to me. Let me tell you a different way to think about it. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll change your mind. Maybe not. You know, we can have, everyone has the right to their own opinion. And if we disagree, we'll still be friends. So don't worry. But, you know, there's a lot of transparency out there of like who people are mutually connected to, right? You and I probably have like a thousand mutual connections, if not more. And so when I'm talking to somebody to potentially work for my company, you know, I look at who we're mutually connected to. A lot of times I'll bring them up in conversations. I'm very transparent about the fact that I'm going to reach out to some people that, you know, we're mutually connected to. And, you know, I sometimes name names. I'm like, oh, I see you worked with X and Y, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to reach out. And, you know, if I like the person and for me, I'm not doing this like mission to find how bad they are. Cause I feel like I'm going to get burned in hiring. I almost am like, excited and proud that I'm like recruiting this amazing person to join my company. But, you know, I also want to hear, you know, from people I know and respect, like, you know, calling random references. And it's fun for me, right? Because it's likely somebody I haven't talked to in a long time. And now we have a reason to connect and catch up. And, you know, like you reaching out to me about this podcast. And so I can, you know, get in touch with the person and be like, hey, I'm talking to Bob Jones. And, you know, potentially you're going to join Bets in XYZ role. Like, what do you think? What was your experience working with him? And you get that, you know, real deal because reference checks are, you know, I think they're important, but, you know, it's kind of like you pick your people and that's great. Now, I actually, and I want to talk to those people too, right? I mean, the more data you have, both, you know, 
quantitative, like on Bets Connect, right? And qualitative, anecdotal from people hearing about, you know, what their strengths were, what their weaknesses were, how they like to be managed, what they, you know, experiences where they got the most out of that person and that person really thrived in their environment. So that's what I think about them. But I totally understand what you're saying about how it feels a little creepy, like going behind somebody's back. But I do it in a little bit more of a genuine way. Yeah. And I think you said the word transparent. If you're transparent about it, then that makes a huge difference. And again, I see that like if you call someone's totally stellar on paper, they look amazing. You're super excited. The references that they gave you checked out and it's like green lights all the way. And then you call somebody and they're like, oh my God, they're the worst. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's super valuable, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's but anyways, yeah, yeah it's good. And, it's good yeah. to get your. You just, as the hiring person, you just saved yourself like a year of hell because you found out before you hired them that they're terrible. But then at the same time, it's like then you never talk to the person again, and they're like, "What happened? I don't know why I didn't get the job." You know? Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because you don't want to like name names of who said whatever, blah, 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 right? Like, th- yeah. that's not really like the world I live in, like snitches, you know, like, yes, yeah. but at the same time, I think saying, you know, like, you know, I mean, there's plenty of ways that you can, you know, graciously tell somebody that's not going to be the right fit. And, and yeah, you save yourself time and, you know, and also they just might not be the right fit for that role. Right. You know, they might have done more transactional deals and tried to go up market, but failed for whatever reason. And you know, it's not or, you know, maybe they had like a hiccup in their life at that period of time. So they were unable to really execute. And if that's the case, then, you know, if that's the story, I might still take a chance on them, even if they weren't successful at that company based on, you know, other data that I gather, you know, so I think it's a valuable exercise. Oh my gosh. And it's so nuanced. I mean, the world that you live in is so nuanced because you're a people business. You're a people business. And there's millions of layers of nuance in all these transactions that you're involved with, which makes it interesting, I'm sure, for you. You know, it makes it a lot of fun, right? And there's some really good stories, right? We were thinking about one earlier with somebody and I just love it. Right. And I mean, I think some of these stories and especially over so many years, but you know, for the most part, it is so incredibly rewarding, right? Like to think about, you know, back when we worked together in, in 2012, right. At Glassdoor. And where you are today, you know, as an entrepreneur running this super successful business and, you know, I have chills, right? And so, and you think about the impact that we're able to make on people's lives and their careers. And, you know, there's people that met at bets that are married, people, you know, married clients, people met, meet at our, you know, events and, you know, dates and, you know, not to mention all of the you know professional stuff. And I mean, I, I remember running into this guy that we introduced to box at Balboa in San Francisco. And, you know, I did nothing other than introduce him to box. You know, I'm not taking credit, but he was like, you know, you changed my life. You know, I 
now I'm in leadership. I met my wife there. We have kids. And it's just so cool to hear people. And obviously, we did nothing, right? He got that job. He went in. He crushed it and advanced through the ranks and, you know, was a likable person. So made a connection with another human at the organization, as people do. But it was just cool to see that, you know, through that introduction, that he's just had such a you know phenomenal life. Yeah, well, you're very humble. I mean, you created the platform, you created the catalyst. And that's amazing to see those ripples, you know, the ripple effect. And it's very positive. When I meet you, you're always smiling and you have a great (laughs) attitude, even though I'm sure that five minutes ago, you know, you were putting out some horrible fire. Yeah, you know know it. Yeah, that positivity you know, really shows up in, in the passion and what you're doing, Carolyn. So I'm just excited. I can't I, wait. I agree until with the you next, too, David, yeah. you know, so I think we have that in common. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, okay. I'm going to go join Vets Connect, yeah. get my coins, try to figure it out. <laughs> and, I appreciate you. Know, you. Yeah. Good. Just, you know, if everybody listening to this point, there'll be links in the show notes and, you know, how to get connected and then is it okay if they connect with you on LinkedIn? Of course, well? of course. I think I might max out. They can follow me, but if, yeah, they can also connect with me too. <laughs> okay. All um, right. Well, Carolyn Betts, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.